You're listening to the Primary Medicine Podcast with Kevin and Dimitri, bringing you the best in primary care CME that you can use in your everyday practice. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Primary Medicine Podcast. I have a very special guest today, Dr. Joseph Anton, who has a very long list of credentials, uh, but I'll start with some highlights. He is the CEO of Alnutra, which is a U.S.-based biotech company, I think based in Texas and California, that focuses on achieving health through nutrition. Uh, he's also a former director of health policy at the University of Chicago, a former editor-in-chief of the Journal of Health Systems and Reform. And I think he works with some, some, uh, some really important people in longevity medicine, such as Dr. Professor Walter Longo, so on and so forth. And I'm, I'm all about longevity medicine, lifestyle medicine. So this is very exciting to me. And really what we'll be talking about today is we'll talk about something we call diabetic kidney disease, which is a more inclusive term for diabetic nephropathy and a lifestyle approach to trying to treat it and maybe even put it in remission. Um, so, so Dr. Anton, first of all, um, do you specialize in dealing with just diabetic kidney disease and just nutritional approaches to it? Is, is it something that you do a lot of? Well, thank you for having me today on the podcast. Of course. Hopefully, we're going to uh, bring in some new notions in lifestyle medicine and, and, and good, you know, tested and proven ones. Uh, I, um, I started my career in, in, in medicine and always wanted to help patients get to cure. And, and this is what took me off the current medicine I felt I was <laughs> practicing. I was practicing mostly sick care and, and didn't have a, an answer to, you know, 90% of what we deal with today, right? Cardiovascular and, and cancer and Alzheimer's and, and diabetes. These are the, the killers of 87% of us. And yet none is almost, you know, we don't have a cure for, for, for any today. And I felt that, you know, drugs and, 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 and the biotech industry has has definitely a good place in medicine, but we have to do more of lifestyle medicine. And, and this is what took me from medicine to health policy and public health. And then after a long journey, I, I, I uncovered two things that are obvious, but, you know, we complicate sometimes life in, 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 in medicine, medical curriculum. But the two obvious things that I learned is there's a product that we consume every day of our life, and that's food. And if we can tailor it as a as a as a medicine and or as a vehicle for longevity, we can change a lot in our life and we can prevent or maybe delay a lot of the onset of these chronic diseases. The second obvious thing was, you know, in, in medicine, we, we, divide, we divide diseases and conditions and systems and organs. And, and we talk about, you know, editory reasons and, and physiopathology, but but literally, 87% of us are dying out of four conditions with cardiovascular, cancer, diabetes, and Alzheimer's. And, and they're age-related. If you, if you think about it at the end of the day, you know, we ate a lot of Snickers bars when we were kids, but we didn't get diabetes. We were too young. We were very young with high cellular rejuvenation, dealing fast. The pancreas was able to secrete a lot of insulin and, and heal fast. And the metabolism was high, was burning the carbs very fast, so we didn't have insulin resistance. You don't get diabetes type 2 in most cases at age 20 or your first heart attack at age 24 or Alzheimer's at age 23. And and you mentioned, you know, I, I did my Harvard, my Chicago, my King's College and all these studies and nobody really discussed aging with me and the role of food in aging. Because if you unlock these two things, the number one product you consume every day of your life, that's nutrition. If you marry that 
to keep the body younger from the inside, so delay the biological age, you actually gave humanity, 87% of humans, you delayed the number one reason for their death. And that concept doesn't exist in any curriculum I went to and, and I study. And this is what brought me all the way here to nutrition and lifestyle medicine. I, I just was fascinated. You mentioned Walter Longo, and I was fascinated with this uh, gentleman. He's time, time, you know, top 50 most influential people in health, head of the Longevity Institute at USC, and he devoted all his life trying to bring food formulas that can delay aging or push the body to push the push the food to become a, a, a tool for cure and a tool as a, as a medical intervention. And I fell in love with the the approach was a biotech one. So he was doing mice trials, then human trials. He just developing food as drug. And coming from a medical background, this is what exactly I was looking for today. Unfortunately, most nutrition companies, they don't do true science behind their food. They hide behind the story about two ingredients or one ingredient or or I'm gluten-free, et cetera, and therefore you should you should consume me. Um, what Walter Longo approach was, and for those who are very interested in this, um, it's called the Longevity Diet book. The Longevity Diet has... Uh, a lot of what we're going to talk about today, and it's a big read. You know, you can get it on Amazon and same day, and it's it's one of the most impactful book you can read. And it talks literally about you know how signals induced from nutrition can help us stay younger from the inside, which is again the number one probable prevention slash potential cure that we can do to our body. Yeah, no, it's very interesting that the, you comment about age because I used to eat a lot. It wasn't Snickers, it was Mars bars. <laughs> I had a horrible diet as a child, but yes, I, I never got diabetes. And later on, I ended up having prediabetes. That really changed my lifestyle and lose a lot of weight. And, and it was mostly based on diet and I was able to reverse it. So so that's that's a really good point. I didn't, it is an age and a nutrition thing. And you know what's crazy? Uh, actually, I was. <laughs> it's fascinating. I mean, yeah. if you think about a a consult in in diabetes, so if if you go to your primary care doc or to your endocrinologist, and 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 you have diabetes type two, ninety percent of the time is about you know the drug and the titration and next thing and the complication, and it's just five ten minutes, and sometimes there's not even a nutritionist in most yeah. clinics, right? And you go back and and it's like a given and. And actually, if you just, and this is what we have just launched now, a diabetes reversal or remission program, if you focus on nutrition, you can, in, in many cases, at least induce what we call a re regression, decrease the number of drugs you need, but you can go all the way to remission, as we're showing in our clinical trials. But it's fascinating, right? It's like even the number one by far cause of diabetes is nutrition, and right. the treatment today is given as a label to drugs that does, do not take you into remission. If anything, in diabetes, the pills are increasing the absorption of, of glucose, right? Either by sensitizers or uh, secretors. And, and you get more glucose into the cells and get stored with the more fat, you increase insulin resistance, you gain more weight, and you're, we're pushing patients forward in the history of the disease rather than using nutrition to push them backwards. And uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of things that I learned in, in, in medicine that that were amazing, but a lot of other things that were just, you know, the incremental minimalistic advance in, in 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 medicine, but that could be solved big time by lifestyle medicine. No, you know what's crazy? 
is 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 10 years ago i was doing diabetic education and we had a a, a doctor supervisor who was convinced that she can with diet you can get in remission you can reverse it and that was extremely controversial i remember people were saying it's nonsense <laughs> that 10 years ago <laughs> i'm glad i mean i think things have changed i think people are more aware about the fact that if you eat better if you lose weight you can go into remission for sure and you're so correct that no medication can do that. Metformin can't, you know, the, the newer drugs can't, but the weight loss and diet can. And I am wondering, why do you not think... Only can, not, not only yeah. can't, they push you forward. It, 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 like, they push you forward. I mean, this is like, it's, you know, again, and and, and I, I do come from medicine and I, I love medicine and, and I think there's a great space for it, but... It's it's shocking every time you tell people, hey, you can reverse it with with food. The food is the cause. Nobody talks about it, and then food is the solution, and nobody believes in it. But <laughs> nobody addresses the food as a cause, and then they give you a pill that will never. And that's okay, and it's okay to spend six hundred billion dollar per year on diabetes complication. But nobody, I mean, it's just just unbelievable what's happening in in in, in diabetes. And and like you said, people are shocked when they hear that. Oh, if you eat healthy, you decrease insulin resistance and you can reverse it. I mean, we can talk in more details depending on the pancreatic damage by that time, right? So 40% of diabetics upon diagnostic have certain damage in the pancreas and and that could be reversed to a certain extent, like every organ, you know, you hit your, you're cutting fruits in the kitchen by accident, you hit your skin. And, and if you're still, you know, at an age that you can heal, you'll heal and the pancreas also can partially here and we, we can talk about all this we can accelerate that with a little bit of fasting and that's that's the magic that we discovered but but yeah it's just it's just fascinating that this is this is like novel discussion when it's it's the obvious from from day one what causes diabetes and what should be the the solution to it so do you feel there's still so i i'll ask specifically two groups but do you feel there's still a lot of resistance regarding this in, in the medical profession and do you feel there's resistance regarding this method and, and just the general population, uh, just using using diet? No, there, there are three issues when we talk to, 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 when we detail doctors, right? Issue number one, and that's the Harvard survey, 73% of doctors say they need nutritional education in the curriculum because right. they don't know it. And when you don't know something, you avoid it, right? It's, it's what you don't know, what you don't know. I mean, the doctor is an expert and cannot look weaker or, or less informed than than the patient across. And a lot of patients read about nutrition now. They're very savvy. They, they ask questions, hey, doc, should I do a pescatarian or should I be ketogenic? Or, And then the doctors, they just, sure. you know, they, they yeah. So it's a, it's a topic that needs a bigger injection in the curricula of, 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 um, of medicine. Number two, it, it adds another layer of intervention in the clinic that is not as standardized and approved and regulated as the drug, right? So the, the FDA regulates both food and drug, but food is food is 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 regulated, but is regulated in a passive way, right? They come after you when you do a file rather than have, they approve a product, right? You can launch tomorrow a, a new chocolate bar or a new drink or a new whatever, and nobody you know don't have to register it anywhere or show any trial or anything. You just need to be cautious in how you promote it, and if you do a file, sometimes if they uncover you, they come after you. It's very different in pharma. Where you register, you do preclinical phase one, two, and three. We actually at our company is why we're so different at Alutra. We do phase, we do preclinical and clinical trials on food. They call us the first nutrient technology uh, company at at Alnutra. 
uh, L-Nutra in. in. Um, so we, we actually put the farm away on food. This is why we're the, the, the current success we're having on, on, on diabetes and in, in longevity in general. But but yeah, the, so so doctors are like, you know, I don't know enough and number you didn't get they didn't get a lot of hours of education. Number two, it's a complete different intervention in my clinic. I'm used to prescribe drugs. And number three is is also a reimbursement system, right? Um, you know, it it if you if and and having products you can trust and not impose on your patients. So it's always easy to inject a drug or to 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 take two pills, you know, orally versus having to educate your patient on how to change their lifestyle. And if if there's products to help with that, then they have to pay out of pocket. And it's not always, you know, the, the unfortunately diabetes is is correlated or inversely correlated with your you know your your income and and your and so so the diabetic patient you know is a little bit less socioeconomically you know able to purchase you know high end you know medical food versus versus um you know getting reimbursed by medicare or medicaid or their their insurance so these three hurdles i think doctors are much prone now to lifestyle medicine the more the field brings credible data because that's the other problem we talked about the more there's true trials and the the national Institute of health is playing a major role here they they funded a lot of trials in lifestyle medicine they funded our trials actually on the fasting mimicking diet you know over 20 million dollars actually wow. uh, they were a big proponents for our science um and the fasting mimicking diet we'll talk about it is is a major now intervention in, in that regard um and they're funding a lot of you know yoga trials uh uh, exercise trials, so they're bringing more credibility to the field, which I think the doctor, rightfully so. You know, we all swore uh, to to you know premium nil no share first to not hurt, and and if you don't if you if you don't want to hurt, you got to do the right thing, and you got to need the proof, and and um, there's not a lot of proof into which is the ideal nutrition or lifestyle. Plus, you need to spend time on educating your patient, not just on the drugs, but on lifestyle, and and time is of essence to doctors. So getting them. Getting doctors are ready to implement program that's easy and approachable, I think, would be would be a good companion to the drugs. It's great to hear that there might be the, the start of a paradigm shift then in, in the States and that there's money being put into this. I mean, I, the way I was initially interested in talking to you was, was a study, again, going back to one of the common complications of diabetes, which is diabetic kidney disease, a study using, again, the fasting mimicking diet, which I want to talk about what that means, um, showing that he, it it did reverse the amount of protein that was being produced in these patients. Um, and that's how I got interested because, again, the tr- drugs drugs work. And I'm, I'm not saying anything about, about drugs, but but none of them have good evidence, as we said, that it causes a reversible change. You know, they slow down the disease and they slow down complications, but they don't reverse things. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, so my, my first question to you is, is because it's the first time I've heard about the FMD. Uh, obviously, I've heard about intermittent fasting. And can you tell me what the FMD or fasting mimicking diet is? What, how yeah. does it relate to fasting, to what you're eating? Yeah. So so this is a, a fun fact here. All the, the, the notions on intermittent fasting and rejuvenation, these are actually outcomes of the study on the fasting mimicking diet. 
But when the media covered us seven to 10 years ago, fasting reverses diabetes, fasting prolongs life. It was all on the fasting mimicking diet. We were the only company doing right. that, that right. kind of research. But they, but because of our patents and being the only fasting mimicking nutrition, they didn't want to, these articles, they didn't, the media didn't want to turn them into a promotion. So they used the word intermittent uh -huh. fasting. Intermittent fasting does not, intermittent fasting does this. So obviously oh, okay. fasting. <laughs> so the autophagy and cellular rejuvenation trials are on the fasting mimicking diet. And I'll explain this. So so I'll make it short but but very effective. Um you know 20 years ago again the longevity institute at USC under Walter Longo they were studying what happens to the body if you fast for a few hours, one day, two days, three days, etc. They did mice and human trials. And and the big discovery, which is why fasting came back as a big now, um, you know, 8% of Americans step into in and out of fasting today, which is the number one diet, uh, intermittent fasting. And the main discovery is that intermittent fasting is fasting between zero and two days. Prolonged fasting or periodic fasting is fasting more than two days. And why that cutoff? Obviously, biologically, to some people, it's, it's not like a preset 48 hours, but Around that time is when the body, the first two days, you have enough glycogen, you have enough uh, um, fat to use them to compensate for the calorie deficit, right? So, so the body knew how to store when there's excess calorie. Now you're fasting, you can you can break down fat into ketones, and you can use glycogen and do some neoglucogenesis as well to compensate for the deficit. But once you cross the second day, the body's saying this says, hey, we're going to go bankrupt soon if we continue just living on our reserve. You got to step up a notch and contribute. So try to you know, do autophagy or, or self-eat, right? We, we studied that in, in biology. We didn't really mean what it was. But basically, when, when you have stress now on the cells as a survival, the cell tries to optimize its performance, tries to rejuvenate. Um, lysosomes are active to try to use the debris and the organelles as sources of calories because there's no food, no nutrients coming from the outside. So it's like stressing a company when a company doesn't have revenues. The CEO has to restructure, right? And, and go from a suboptimal operation to best operation to survive. But it's very impactful because every cell in the body is impacted. Every cell in the body lives in calories, right? And like literally, uh, you know, <laughs> you have billions of cells, you know, going under stress and trying. This is very powerful. It's very powerful for longevity. And this is why that process of autophagy is what carried, once we actually identified it, and then and then the labs in Japan won the uh, Nobel Prize in Medicine for autophagy in 2016 is when, is when fasting became a big thing. But that's not the fasting for 16 hours. Um, I know most people practice that. They skip breakfast. And they're thinking they're rejuvenating their cells in 16 hours or 18 or 20. That's not going to happen. They, they, you have too much yet fat and glycogen, and, and you don't even start neoglycogenesis by noon or 2 p.m. to be in the crisis and, and practice autophagy. Um, so that's a big um, that's a big uh, <laughs> it's a big misconception. There's a big New England Journal of Medicine article that that actually talks about autophagy with intermittent fasting, but that article had the fasting mimicking diet with it was removed the last second again because they don't want to promote one specific. Yeah. Um, it, but they didn't they didn't take out autophagy. So it's a big, it's a big misconception that you induce rejuvenation with just 16 hours. You gotta you gotta cross day two or three or four. And depending on how 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 fast is your metabolism, how much your is your BMI, et cetera. 
So this is where the NIH, when they saw these big rejuvenation happening, so you have Alzheimer's, you're rejuvenating the brain, so you're trying to help the brain. You have diabetes, you're rejuvenating the pancreas. Every cell was rejuvenated, right? And you have cardiovascular, you have cancer, you have autoimmune diseases. We studied prolonged fasting on so many health conditions in mice, and the reversal was unbelievable. Um, and this is when we went to the NIH and we said, we want to do human trials, can you help us? And then they started helping us uh, with funds, but the issue was people couldn't fast on water for five days. Why the five days? You want to cross day two and three, you want to give the body two days of rejuvenation. You go longer, you bankrupt the body, right? So you, the balance of safety and efficacy was at five days. And so the NIH then sponsored USC and other universities to develop the fasting mimicking diet, which is a food that you can ingest and, and it's all plant-based, healthy, there's no chemicals, no artificial. It's just we looked at food formulation that we can, very precision in food formulation. We start studying how much carb I can feed you and which kind of carbs and which time of the day so that by the time they get to the cell, they don't overexcite the PK and the RAS pathway so the cell is not recognizing the food. We studied how, what are the combinations of amino acids that I can give you at which time of day with how much carb and fat so by the time they get to the cell, they don't overexcite the mTOR pathway. So the cell is not recognizing the proteins. So it's basically a diet that food that you can eat over five days. But by the time the 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 macronutrients are getting into the cells and the micronutrients, they're not overstimulating the nutrient sensing pathway. So the TOR, PK, and the RAS pathway that tell the cell, hey, you, we're having ingredients, you're not fasting, just go into an anabolic state. They don't get overexcited, so the cells are fasting while the body is eating. And so for the first time, we achieved the goal of making fasting safe, easy to do, and 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 and, and you can comply now on eating five days of, of great food um, to get the benefits of rejuvenation. Yeah, it's 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 all about the, the ease of the diet. The diet is, is really good, but who can fast 48 hours? I've done it, but it's not a pleasant experience for a lot of people. So this is great. So in fact, you're lying to the body that that you're in a fasting state with this diet. Yes. Yes. It's science for the first time has uncovered. It's like everything in life, right? So if you have the company and you need $2 million, right? It's like the body say needing 2,000 calories. If I come and I give you, you know, $600,000, but I say you, get it, you can only spend it to pay HR so that, so that you keep the best employee and, and to buy your supplies for next month. You know you're not you're not happy and and you're not going to re restructure the company. You're going to still restructure the company. Actually, you're going to use the money to fund the restructuring. And this is what we see with the fasting mimicking nutrition. In many cases, when we go against water fast, we do better because you're funding. You're at least giving some macro and micronutrients. I'm sorry for the body to for the body to even use those even in the transformation, even in the transition. So it's basically. You know, helping the body to go into an easier fast. This is what it is, and and enhancing that a little bit because we do have healthy fats, and they create an environment of fasting. So we mimic, but we enhance as well a little bit the fasting environment in the body. And it took a good ten years, tens of millions of dollars, and now eighteen universities are doing the research with us on the fasting nutrition. You know, Stanford, the University of Miami, they do autoimmune diseases. University of Milan uh, and USC Alzheimer's and we have eight cancer trials. We have diabetes that we've done at Charit at uh, sorry uh, Heidelberg in in Germany and Leiden University of Leiden in Holland. 
We have literally eight universities. We pick a set of diseases, and each one of those is doing these health conditions. And and it's amazing. It just it just on its own or with the current standard of care, we're seeing major benefits. And and the benefits are attributed to the fact that when you fast, you improve the functions of the cells and you're trying to be biologically younger when the cells fix themselves, and that's the essence of most chronic diseases. And in the case of you asking about diabetic kidney, this is the article that we published in JSAP, the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that was actually a six-month trial that showed when you do once a month, five days only, the fasting mimicking diet over six months. So we're talking just 30 days in aggregate, right, of, of change in diet with us, just 30 days in six months, 67% of people decreased their medication, 22 pounds of weight loss, 1.4 point decrease in HbA1c, you know, a, a 0.5 decrease your pharma level. We had 1.4 in just 30 days of food consumption. And just once a month, five days over six months, um, and we had a transient, you know, improvement in in kidney function and albumin in the in the, and we attribute most of this to two factors. Uh, what we're sure of is that you're losing weight fast and insulin resistance drop fast, and the fasting somehow, you know, targets targets visceral fat. Somehow it's, it doesn't. Yes, subcutaneous. But somehow the body goes very fast to visceral fat, which is you know the, the creates the most insulin resistance. Um, that's number one. Number two is fasting, and this is critical because a lot of people are using now Ozempic and Wagovi and others. You lose a lot of muscle with the Wagovi's and Ozempic. every time you lose weight, you lose muscle, except in fa- with fasting. So we have now two patents on protecting muscle, and we have two trials showing muscle protection. One is going to show slight muscle increase. And and why is that so? Because fasting works as a stress, not as calorie decrease. It's a stress. The stress hormones, one of the stress hormones in the body is growth hormone. And so you have high growth hormone. And with us, with our technology, you have the fasting mimicking diet. So you're providing nutrients. So basically, the muscle is an environment of, oh, there's high growth hormone and I'm getting my proteins. So at least I can maintain, if not even a little bit increase. And and that's critical because the patients are losing almost everything from fat and they're keeping their metabolic rate and the muscle protection. That's a huge secret of how the fasting mimicking diet works on, on type 2 diabetes. Number three, which we're sure of in mice, we haven't proven that yet in, in human. We have a big cell article in mice showing rejuvenation in the pancreas, so a better, better beta cell function that we've shown in mice. We haven't you got to go and do, you know, pancreatic, you know, biopsy and stuff. And we're working a little bit with Harvard today on finding more, less invasive way of measuring pancreatic function and secretion of insulin. But we suspect that this is, we've seen it in mice clearly, and we suspect it's happening in here. But again, decreasing insulin resistance, and this is why probably the kidney in six months is probably there's some level of rejuvenation. We do have a chronic kidney disease trial that we just finished, and it is showing rejuvenation in kidney. So, so maybe this is factor number four, an improvement in cellular functions and and autophagy and rejuvenation happening in the kidneys. This is uh, this is amazing. This is uh, yeah, this is very exciting, and uh, it's 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 something to look really look forward to. All these trials coming out. 
So, so Dr. Anton, for our listeners, which want to learn more about this, where would I send them? So if you are, um, if, if you are a doctor and you, and you treat diabetes or you're a patient with diabetes, the best way to go is El Nutra Health, L-Nutra, L is for longevity, dash Nutra for nutrition. Um, uh, elnutrahealth.com is our website for diabetes. So doctors can register there to be able to provide the program, the nutrition to their patients, or patients can go and solicit you know, a doctor for, for, for support. So it's elnutrahealth.com. If you are healthy, you just want to do the fasting mimic nutrition for longevity. The And we have multiple other products for longevity under Prolon. Um, so you can go to prolonfast.com. P-R-O-L-O-N. If you Google Prolon, uh, you, you can see all our websites. Uh, Prolongevity. So we have multiple products for healthy aging and longevity over there. Yeah, I'll put those in the show notes and link them to the show notes. But Dr. Anton, thank you for your time. This is really exciting. <laughs> you, you're the intermittent fasting guys. I can't believe it. I, just, I had no yeah, idea. We, well, we, yeah. The, yeah, the science uh, comes from us. And I, you know, oh, obviously it was was expended big time by people like Jason Fung, right. who, who is a nephrologist, right? right. And, and was started doing intermittent fasting for his patients and, and then Peter Atia after and Mark Hyman and all the great people who tried to promote rightfully so intermittent fasting. But the science, you know, was coming from under fasting mimicking diet. It's crazy. It's like, it's like meeting, a, meeting a hero because that changed my life, by the way. The fasting changed my life. So thank you yeah. so much for your time. I, I hope to have you again in the future. This this is so fascinating. I appreciate and you. All the best to you. Okay, thanks. 